truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of white rabbit i am your host catalyst jones and today i got somebody who is kind of new to the podcast world but not new to conspiracy theories i am super fucking excited to have this guy on he is one of the dopest instagram pages that i've seen in a long time ladies and gentlemen welcome heliocentric hoax how's it going brother very good thank you thank you for that cool intro really appreciate it yeah, no doubt, man. So um, I hooked up with you a while back on Instagram to ask you if you wanted to come on the show. And you were like, oh, man, I haven't done a podcast yet. But I did hear you on Pilsners and Politics, uh, my buddy Benji over there. And I have to say, you crushed it, bro. You crushed it. You're an actor. Uh, thank you so much. It was, it was, yeah, for the first time, it was quite nerve wracking. But I, at the same time, I love this subject and I love the truth and I love to get it out there. And um, that was more important than the nerves getting in the way. And um, yeah, there was no prep or anything like that. So, you know, I was a little bit uh, iffy with, with how it came out. But at the end of the day, I think it sounded okay. Yeah, man, I, I think you are a natural. It sounded great. And you're well-versed. You know, you know a lot about, obviously, the subject matter. When you were on there, you were talking about Flat Earth. And so, you know, if you actually know your shit, then it doesn't matter if you're well, uh, if you are prepped or not, right? You don't need to true. be Hillary Clinton's the uh, questions beforehand. True, true. I just, I guess for me, what I, what I recognize about me is like, I, I feel like I'm, I know a lot about a lot, but then it's helpful sometimes to get, you know, the finer details and, and just make it land a little bit better where I could, I could brush up on. Yeah, definitely. I find myself having like extreme brain farts, especially when it's time to go into battle. You know, you like you're like, all right, I know I know everything there's possibly to know. And if somebody asks me a question, I can totally I can totally explain it the way that it needs to be explained so that they understand it. And I might be able to change some minds. And then I go into battle and then I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had like Flat Earth Dave uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm su super honored to be on, on your podcast, knowing that Flat Earth Dave's been on here. Oh, and, well, uh, I, yeah, I and Sean. That. Sean. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, Sean Hibbler, I'm a, uh, I I love that guy. I love his work. He he does amazing work. He's got another new Flat Earth documentary coming oh, out. Cool. And uh, that's coming out on Earth Day this year, so I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, great. So, um you were telling me right before we uh, started that about a year ago you decided to start your Instagram. So, uh, what made you want to start your Instagram? Like, what made you fall in love with this topic enough to say I'm gonna I'm gonna start speaking? 
Um, well, it was, I think, so that was a year ago. I think a year before that, just during the, the lockdowns, uh, the first ones, um, I discovered, well, I, I recognized the truth about the earth. <laughs> I mean, I, I get, I get torn down for saying the truth about the earth, but it's so weird. Like it's so solid within me. I, I feel that is the truth. Um, and I, I was posting everything on my personal page. And at the same time, I had another business. Like I, I teach yoga and I have a yoga studio. And while, while we were shut down, I just felt this sense of freedom that I could speak freely in um, and then not worry about, you know, the, the adverse effects that, that would create in, in people coming to my business. So I just went for it. But then as we... Um, opened up again and it was super quiet for many reasons. I don't, I'm not sure why, like people still a bit afraid of, of being in public spaces again or, or anything like that. Um, just the quietness around it all, I decided to go in, incognito and, and just um, have, a, have a different identity as um, heliocentric hoax and, and talk about that subject. You know, I... I love your podcast and everything that you speak about it and been through such a journey to get to where I'm at now. And the thing that I love about flat earth is that for me, it's, it's the easiest conspiracy or truth to see once you can see it. Um, and it's so solid in its proofs that I feel really comfortable to just go for it in that realm. As opposed to example, um, you were talking about Q before, you know, I, I love 2016. I, I was a big Trump fan and um, went down that, that path and followed Q. And, um, but then the more I, I realized and the more I got into it and the more I discovered about Flat Earth and then that being the ultimate truth or part of it, it helped me to see, you know, all the little bits in between and, and who is for real and, and who is not and who's speaking about space and who is not. And, and it just helped me to let go of so much. You know what? That's great that you brought that up because I, I often think that too, right? Because flat earth is one of the, the things that I'll lean back on when people are questioning certain people. And Elon Musk is a great example of this, right? Yes, and exactly. I troll his ass all the time on Instagram whenever he posts anything from Space Force or post reposts something from Space Force. I always just say, well, space is fake and gay and, and uh, you haven't got past the uh, Van Allen radiation belts yet. You know, like I'll just say random shit like that every time you post something like that. So like yeah, when people right. are having these questions, like is is Elon Musk, is he a white hat or is he a black hat? Well, he's lying to you about where you live. Exactly. You know, and, and in my yoga journey, there was um, one out of the Vedas, I think it is uh, a, a yogic text and one one just line or quote really stuck with me. You know, we, we are our truest or deepest desire. Um, Anything above that is just is just there, but our deepest, truest desire is is who we truly are, and um, they can talk about whatever they want up above that. But if he's talking about space, then he's not he's not authentic. He's not for the people. He's not for the greater good because yeah, he's just being a false light and 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 guiding us into something that is not really great for us. So, do you think that uh, Trump? do you think he knows what we live on? And, and I, I say this because a lot of people when it comes to like the vaccine is a huge thing right now that they're, they're trying to um, 
you know, uh, get him to come out and talk about why he he did what he did when he pushed warp speed to get the vaccines out as quickly as possible. And so people are kind of giving him a pass on that. And like what you just said. So I'm wondering, is he ignorant? Because he's playing ignorant, right? I didn't know what this is, what the vaccines were going to do, even though he did, because he was pushing hydroxychloroquine in the beginning. Um, But uh, so so like, is he just um, ignorant to the fact of where we live? Or is every president and leader privy to the fact of where we live? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they all have to uphold their uh, their Antarctic peace treaty. Yeah, I I mean, I truly believe there's a lot of um, what's the word part uh, compartmentalizing, especially in NASA or something like that. And, you know, that's that's one a common question that I get. You know, do you believe like everyone in NASA and every like all pilots and everyone uh, are keeping this lie no i don't believe that I, I believe a lot of people are ignorant but i definitely believe like if you're a leader of the united states or a leader of the world you you know that, that we're not living on a globe for sure yeah definitely and to go back to kind of uh to back what you were just saying is uh my grandmother worked my entire life for jpl um in pasadena which is a branch of nasa's jet proportion laboratory and she, uh, she thinks that when I talk about flutter, she thinks it's the stupidest thing that she's ever heard. So, and she exactly. worked, she worked for the liars themselves. So, yeah. I think in, in a way, because they're so involved and ingrained in this thing, and and believing they're doing a good thing, and they possibly are to a certain point or level. But again, what we're what we're saying before, you know, the true, the, the deepest desire is what what is truly going on, and. They just don't want to admit that they've been, you know, lied to or hoodwinked. And, and um, it's harder to let that go because their whole life has been dependent on, on the lie. And then, therefore, it makes it really challenging to, to shift that belief into something as silly as flat earth. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I'm sure you were the same way as I was when I first heard about it and what probably 100% percent of the people are is like what that's dumb that's why why would people think that like this day and age you know one of the first things i i said to the person that told me is i was like i got a picture of the earth on my phone (laughs) (laughs) and i really thought that that was good solid evidence when it was coming out of my mouth (laughs) yeah i know it's i've had many many conversations through heliocentric hoax now it's like uh, you know one of my favorite hobbies (laughs) um i was gonna say lost it what did you just say oh i was just talking about how um well you were you were talking about how it's just hard for people to let the lie go right yeah so i was telling you like my reaction when i first heard about the flat earth theory yeah that's right so i was gonna say yeah same same for me because i was um because i guess being a conspiracy theorist or a truther and and wanting to continually you know step outside of the the mainstream and the known and the, and the comfort zone and, and asking deeper questions, I totally got drawn into the whole space thing. You know, I, I was massive fans of, um, I don't know if you heard of, um, oh, what's his name, like David Wilcock and Corey Good and um, all these like um, international space station, like whistleblowers and stuff like, I, I, I loved them so much. And I thought that was so cool. And I was down that path for such a long time. And, I had to let that all go, like that big part of my identity, who I was like quite loud about as well, 
I totally understand what people have to go through to be able to, to believe this. Um, and in saying that, I, I keep that in mind when I have these conversations online, like, you know, like I'm one not to, and I believe that's why it has grown so quickly. I, I really look, try and look after the transition into and understand where people are at. And um, I'll never ever belittle or, or laugh at or make jokes of, of, you know, the people that believe the, the globe because I know I was there. I know everyone was there and I know how important it is to learn the truth and what, even in my transition as well, like I had a few people trying to show me and I remember um, in my questioning, just but even the difference in the energy of the questioning and being more curious than trying to prove wrong. Um, if they, when they were flaky in then trying to share their side of the story, um, it helped me at the time to believe, well, they don't know what they're talking about. The, the earth is a globe. So I've kept all of that in mind, you know, in, in me sharing what I'm sharing and having conversations. And I really try and do my best to have really, you know, genuine conversations with people if I feel like they're genuinely interested in learning something different. But if they're out to prove me wrong or anything like that, I just let the conversation go. So if it, cause I know that you've obviously uh, come across this because all of us do at, at a lot of different times it's kind of a common thing when you talk about flat earth you deal with people that get irate like yes just completely mad they'll start name calling mm -hmm. um if you were right in front of them they would probably push you or throw a punch at you type uh of people um why do you think that is and obviously you said you don't you just don't deal with those people but why do you think that that this topic is such a trigger for people i think it's a, such a trigger because <clears throat> Again, like depending on, on their identity and um, if they identify with the lie, like if their livelihood is engrossed and ingrained in it, like how deeply that is, then when we say the earth is flat and we're really challenging their beliefs to their core, like, you know, we've, we've learned this from when we were in small in school. We've learned this all of our life. It's been such a indoctrination and um, an unlearning to be able to get to this place. It's such a big journey or unraveling that needs to go through. So when we touch in on someone like at the very depths of all of that, it becomes super triggering. And I yeah, get it. definitely. Because uh, when you're explaining it that way, it reminds me of somebody that I went to high school with who went to UC Davis afterwards and has like, an incredible you know he's he's got it fully indoctrinated as you can get you know at the college level and so he he used to argue with me to the point i mean this was like four years ago when i was doing the facebook posts about flat earth and he would argue with me to the point where he was like calling names and like almost wanting to fight me if he ever seen me again like our, our relationship was threatened and stuff and one day he was like basically everything that you say means that my uh that every penny that i ever put into my education is shit exactly. and i was i was like well look bro like i'm not the one i like i'm sorry don't kill the messenger like yeah that sucks for you that does suck but yeah that's exactly what i'm saying yeah and that's exactly right and that's that's why that's why there's so much the, the whole identity is around that um but for me you know like i've, I've had enough experience now in in those conversations and my first you know i'll, I'll just 
what I my my advantage is that I I don't go on other people's pages and and argue with them about what they're posting. You know, I I'm in my, on my home ground. I'm in my place, which it helps me to realize that they're coming to me because I'm just sharing and and they are interested in in what we're talking about, what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it's not like I've gone to chase them. And then I keep, what I do now is I, I call them out a little bit in, in who's name calling, who's shouting, who's not listening to, you know, I just start speaking to the layer of awareness of what's happening in the conversation more so than, than the actual subject. And I feel that it helps to them to become aware of how they've been, how they're being in that moment. And therefore we can possibly have a conversation then, or I'll just end up agreeing to disagree because I, I'm not really here to convince you. Um, I've, I've got more, you know, like I don't want to waste my time bashing up against a brick wall. I, I would much rather have conversations with people that are right on the edge that are interested and curious in learning the truth and then help them along the way um, than trying to compete with. Uh, I've had a few recently, actually, that's, you know, it's the people that write the big, long essays in answers that just keep firing stuff back at me. And I prefer just like conversations where there's, you know, one or two lines at a time and, and just go back and forth like that. But as soon as I start to get really long or start to get, um, abusive and stuff like that i just let it go yeah definitely and it's really hard too and a, a lot of people don't understand like how many messages you you could possibly be getting in your inbox and like to take the amount of time that it would take to respond to each individual question you know like that's that's why i love doing what i do is i'll plant these little seeds and, and like you i don't go looking for these people they come mm -hmm. to me so i just post what i want to post whatever i feel i'm just 100 percent with myself i put it out there and um but but it does bring in the people um i know for a fact that uh that you're out here doing this because you want to help wake people up and and that's like what drives most of us to do this sure. but, but why why do you want to do this and and i feel like it's because of the lie and what the lie represents and what's behind the lie and that's why i do what i do but uh, i'm curious why are you like why okay cool the world is flat just along with the rest of your day and not out there saying anything you're actually doing something yeah yeah that yeah that that's a question that gets asked a lot you know like so what the earth, the, the earth is flat then what but it's you know that that question comes from the the matrix mind they just they won't understand like and they can't understand and it doesn't even matter if i share with them what it matters because it it's what i felt for me you know, what I felt for me when I, when it all hit me was incredible. It was like my, my favorite analogy is, you know, when you see the, the big dam and um, you see a little pop of water coming here and a little pop of water coming out there and then a bust there. And then when the weight of the water behind the dam gets stronger than the structural and it just explodes and comes through, you know, it really felt like that. And, and it felt like, a lifetime of lies and the seat and all of this stuff just like released from my body. Um, this knowing that I'm standing on this ground felt so much more grounded and calm and just a deep knowing of myself. You know, it's my favorite answer actually when someone asks like why, and I really realize 
that the controllers of this earth um, invert everything. You know, even even their god is a is a transgender goat person, and you know all the movie the movie um, stuff like the transgender stuff, like all of it. Every reality is inverted because they want humanity to be in this questioning within themselves and when we're in this questioning mode and and things don't make sense then we're we're easily manipulated we're easily controlled and then so therefore they can control humanity a little more when when things don't line up but when things line up we're much more solid in who we are and knowing who we are and what's going on around us and and we can't be controlled like that so if everyone knew that that the earth was flat it would dispel so many other conspiracies underneath that i feel like it's the umbrella of you know all of them and once you know like again through my own journey and discovering or realizing that the earth is flat and this, that means that space is fake it means that this is you know it means so many things and if you can drop into the meaning of all the things and you can let go of so much stuff you don't have to be in this like you know anxious state or be stressed out all the time and you just feel solid in who you are and again it makes it really hard to to control that yeah absolutely i i couldn't agree more and um i feel like that that it control is the number one reason right and and you said the god that they that they worship well that's also a reason too is because the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he never existed and so if we tell people that they live on a spinning ball flying through this infinite freaking whatever this is you know spinning and make us feel really insignificant and just by chance then therefore you are taking the idea of god away and and uh, a lot of people that say well you know, it doesn't really make a difference if the if the Earth is flat, round, or square, or hexagon. I, I I still have to go to work and pay my bills. Well, in a sense, yes, you do. But if everybody woke up tomorrow, and let's just say that the snakes on TV and people at NASA and all the other space space agencies around the world went on the news and they said we've been lying to you, you guys live on a flat Earth, that would bring about so many more questions about why we are here and that there is a creator and you would live your life totally different. I guarantee it. As society as a whole would live their life completely different if they knew we lived on a flat plane, motionless plane. Totally. And even like totally agree with, with you and with that. And and there's so many more layers to it too. Like, so then if that's the case, what, what the hell has NASA been doing since like 1960, whatever it was, how much money they, they make, like it's billions a year. Imagine it like there's so much money is filtered into this lie and it's not just space. There's so many other things. Like if that wasn't all there, you know, like people wouldn't be having to, to, to work so much. We, we would be more in a, in a freer society. Energy would be free, you know, like there's so much technology would be there. There'd be so life would be so different if, that would be a massive, a massive, massive thing. If, if we all learned that, it would shift everything so much. Yeah, definitely. Um, I recently started getting into, um, you almost just kind of touched on it right there. How do you feel about like mud floods and or Tartaria or any hidden history type uh, red pills? Yeah, I, I, I totally into that stuff. I, I think it's amazing. I, you know, like for me, it's just super interesting and it, it seems so 
unrealistic that we've only been here for a, you know a few hundred years or, or thousand years and um it totally makes sense that there's some civilization before i don't know if you know awa and watched his his um big long documentaries of the history of a flat earth that was like one of the big ones that that helped me and um you know i've heard stories that he's come out and said that was all a lie but then then seen other stuff after that saying like he had to say that because it was being controlled and are you but serious? It was really yeah. so. It was really good, right? But the bombshell in that, and at least in the first part, was when he had said that the moon was a reflection of the continents on Earth, right? Yeah. So that totally. was that was like the huge bombshell in, inside of the flat Earth realm. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's like what no, I no, take no. Away from that. Uh, yeah, and and that that's I I love that theory, and I've gone in and out of different ones. You know, like the whole Admiral Bird. Um, going outside of the ice ring and, and um, seeing other lands and things like that. You know, there's that theory where there's the different size rings. And um, I don't know if you've seen um, presentation from, um, what's his name? Martin Kelly or Kenny. He did a thing with um, Santos Bonacci um, about the cosmic egg theory where, which made a lot of sense too. Like there is these other outer rings and the roaming, the roaming stars or the planets uh, the sun and the moon of the of the outer rings which makes sense you know they're they're, they're moving around and the, the actual stars are fixed in their constellation um but the planets are roaming and it makes sense like our our sun and moon are, are moving differently to you know in a different orbit and so there was that theory and that that was oh shit no, I haven't heard that theory. You just broke it on me right now. Hang on. Let me let me absorb <laughs> that for a second. That makes sense. It, it does. So but the, then so the so the uh, stars essentially are the sun and moon for the outer rings. What's beyond the ice wall here? Is that what is that what you're saying? Not not the stars, the planets. So Mercury, Mercury and Venus, um, uh, sorry, Mars, Mars and Venus, the star of the sun and the moon of the next ring out. And then Jupiter and um, Saturn are the sun and the moon of the next ring out. And, and that's why they're, they're moving around separately to the, the fixed constellations of the stars. But that doesn't necessarily, I mean, it could still work with the moon map because I really love the moon map. That's my favorite um, theory. Um, but then that takes away from these outer, outer rings, you know, and it doesn't match what, we see on the moon so i'm con that's where i lie that's the contradiction that i have not a contradiction but i'm just trying to you know work out which way is more true for me yeah yeah same and both of them are really fun to speculate on e either way yeah. it's a uh, it's fun uh so you brought up admiral bird and i did it i did an episode uh probably man it was it was over maybe a year ago but it was um flat earth versus hollow earth versus simulation theory um and at the end of the day we decided uh that all three could be uh true at the same time and and then um so but the person i had on that was representing hollow earth he was talking about admiral bird and how the flat earthers really hijacked some of the stuff that he was saying to put it in context for ourselves what he was really uh describing as hollow earth but like i said at the end of the day I came to the conclusion that we can live in a simulated hollow flat realm. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, you know, like I think so, but the, in in our reality and what we what we see through our senses and what you know, on on a good example on my transition when I couldn't believe yet that the Earth was flat, I was under the assumption that um, it's both. You know, it's like whatever we perceive we is our reality. Um, I didn't stay in that for very long because then I thought about it. It can't be both, you know, like we're either on a spinning ball flying through space or we're flat with this um, toroidal field, you know, surrounding us. And, and then so straight away I let go of, the, of the, the globe theory, but it still could be a simulation. I mean, that's, that's totally possible. And um, the hollow earth could be true too because I'm, I'm a big believer of, and this, this goes into the moon map as well, um, I don't know if you follow um, a group called Vibes of Vibes of Cosmos. They have they're really cool on on that part, you know, and talking about the black sun, which doesn't get spoken about a lot, but the the black sun that rotates underneath the Earth. So if that's the case, I think the Earth would be hollow, and then um, you know the energy comes up through the through the North Pole and then uh, reflects down to become the sun and the moon, the projection of the sun and the moon. And when that black sun moves underneath, that's that creates the orbit of the sun and the moon. And um, because the sun, to me, is it's just like I think it's not even a thing. I think it's a um, similar to when you have a magnifying glass and you you know you can you can put it up and down to get the energy or the heat to to find a particular point, and that becomes really really hot, and you can burn stuff with it. I think the sun is that point of this energy down underneath and then reflects off the dome. And then where there's a meeting point of all the energy, that's where the sun is, depending on where the black sun is underneath moving around. Um, and then that, that's what creates, creates the moon phases and things like that, um, dependent on where that is in relation to the sun. Um, and another reason I, I believe that to be true is the whole eclipse thing. You know, there's, Obviously, we are on a flat Earth, and that's not eclipses are not through the shadow of the the Earth, and this it, it's not also the Moon going in front of the Sun because the Moon is transparent. So there's other bodies underneath that we can't see in the sky that block the Sun and the Moon from being seen. Um, I don't know if you heard of Kito or, or Rahu and stuff like that. I, I I believe it's all under the ground, and that everything that's happening up above is like a projection. Yeah, that's an interesting theory too. Um, I, I love that you just brought up that the Earth is is transparent, right? It's it's not the moon, the moon. It's not something that's tangible. And I've brought this up a couple of times because uh, some people don't believe me, and I'm like, do this yourself. Every single time you look at the moon when it's visible during the daylight, whatever uh, the, whatever color the sky is, that's what color the so-called craters are on the moon. Why is that? And then when it, and then when it's, uh, when you only see like a part of the moon when it's cresting or whatnot, why is it that we're seeing the same sky on the opposite side of that? Like if it, if it, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like why are exactly. we seeing sky? Exactly. That's, that's my favorite, my favorite um, proof of, of when I'm speaking about the moon is that it's local because we can see the sky through the moon. If that was a ball floating up in space, one, we would see the other side of the ball, cut, like blocking out the sky. Um, but it's, it's not what we see. We, we see sky straight through the moon where, where the, the other half of the unlit uh, part would be. Um, I've seen photos and video of being able to see stars 
through the moon as well, where where that um, the missing section would be. And another another good point is also that when there's a quite foolish moon and then there's scattered clouds that come past, the moon illuminates the clouds. Like if that was four hundred thousand miles away, it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't it wouldn't just light up like a like a spotlight on the clouds that just come through it. It's like really really close. Right. Yeah, we get that concentrated light just like yeah. we do with the sun. When you see sun rays, that's concentrated light and you only get that if it was a local light source because if it was 666 million miles away, then or light years or whatever the f they say it is, you know. <laughs> I think they say the night the the sun is 93 million miles away. Okay. So yeah, I, I just know that I had on Josh Monday and he breaks down flat earth using only scripture and it was awesome. Like it was a great presentation, but I do know that he said that every math equation uh, somehow comes out to 666. So that, yeah, the, totally. that NASA uses and that right there is a red flag because you only totally. get, five. I think that there's only such thing as five coincidences before it's uh, mathematically impossible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's such a big belief and depending on where someone's at and how, how deep they are in, in the understanding of what's happening in the world and, um, it's such a spiritual battle and two. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, if it's two, so okay. what's the other oh, one? I was just correcting myself. I was like, wait, it's not five coincidence. It's two. Anything over two. Uh, all right. It's <laughs> well, impossible. Totally. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I, I love, no, I don't love, but the, the whole symbolism and, and all the numbers and numerology and all, and all stuff like that. It's so, you know, it's such on the fine line of, of being able to see it and think it's a thing. It's so easily um, missed as well and, and so easy to deceive. And that's what makes it interesting, you know, like, and it all comes down to someone's or one's belief in whether they believe that or not. And the more expanded you can be in believing that to be true, then it helps with a lot of other things. When we have this wider awareness, then it gives other things context. One thing I really notice about having conversations with people about flat earth and, you know, every point that can be spoken about or every proof, there can be uh, an, an, an easy counter counter argument. And you could go back and forth on one point forever, but it's not until you have a different point and you can match them up or you have a, have a bigger expanded awareness that you can see down to see other points then things start to make sense. You know, a lot of the time they'll try and catch me out with certain details about certain things and then get so drawn into that and try and hone in and focus on that thing. And then this one little thing means, oh, that we're on a globe. It's so not true. It's just one point. Yes. No, I, I love that too, because I, I, I revert back to a conversation that's still fresh in my mind. And this guy uh, said that it, it was kind of like a gotcha moment. And it was because I didn't have an answer for one of his questions. I believe it was like, what is underneath the earth or something? And I was like, there's no way to ever know that. And, and he's like, well, then obviously you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, no, yeah. wait, 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 wait. And then um, I've also had people like ask me questions that like they say is absolute proof on for their side and and i'm like okay cool you have one one win over i mean eric dubay's got at least 200 so you know like 200 to one if this was if we were playing a football game who won that game <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah well, that's true and even if they do have one 
that one will always work on a flat earth model as well. There's, there's well. a few, there's, a, yeah, there's a few, you know, um, uh, what are they call like argument points or, or points to be spoken about that can work on both, but then there's a lot that doesn't work on the globe. So I, I love asking people that are as well, uh, as knowledgeable as you are, I would say, um, when you go into, let's say that somebody comes up to you and they legitimately are asking you uh, about flat earth, what is your go-to for people listening that, you know, have this issue? What is your go-to? What is like the easiest proof, your first one that you go to, to start them out with? Well, I, you know, like I was saying before we jumped on, like I live by the ocean and every day I get reminded by looking out to see that the horizon is flat, you know, and then there'll be counter arguments to that, that we can't see the curve of the earth from, from ground level, um, which is not true. You know, we can go into their formula of the, um, what is it, eight, eight inches per mile squared and you know, a lot of people seem to think that's only looking out and away, but really when we look out at a wide, a wide view, then there's a lot longer than, um, you know, example, like I went down the coast one day in, in, in Australia and on, on a particular point, I could see um, both ways, like 20 kilometers. So a 40 kilometer range I could see, and then imagining how far out in the distance that that goes and i spoke about that there's zero curvature this way like it's it's still flat and then additional to that regardless of how high you are whether you're on the ground whether you're on a cliff top whether you're in an airplane or a mountaintop the horizon will always come to eye height which only works on an infinite plane or to our perspective of where the ground meets the sky. If that was a fixed point and we were on a globe, then that would have to drop the higher you go. It's, it's just how it would be or should be. And that does not happen. That, that is like a solid proof for me that I, I would always share. Yeah, it's perspective. And that's something that you learn, uh, you know, in early days of art class, at least I did, is is how to draw perspective. And then once you take that, just if you're in a plane, just just look straight out and it's still right directly in front of you. Like you should yeah. be looking down. If, it, if the earth was curving and you're in an airplane, at what point do you do you see the earth start to fall off like at what point do you have to start looking down to see and and that exactly. an the answer is you don't the, it you don't it, it doesn't happen exactly exactly the the uh, i did a post a little while ago which is one of like a quite a popular one about um just you know what was the one proof that made you a believer um and for me it was like the, the big aha moment that broke that dam that i was talking about before was um Polaris as well, you know, just knowing about Polaris and that being in the center of the North Pole and never, ever moving. It just made no sense to me if we were on a spinning ball, you know, orbiting the sun and we would definitely have to see different stars and, and we would, the, that North Pole of North Star would not be directly up above. And to get those perfect circles, uh, uh, star trails around that all year round, was uh, a massive thing for me to, to be able to let go of the line. 
You know, uh, do you remember last year? I know it's hard to keep up with these things because we uh, so many things happen uh, in the recent years that we're forgetting more than we're knowing, you know. But do you remember that the Georgia Guidestones fell last year? Yeah. So, so I was doing um, some research on the Georgia Guidestones because I was doing some episodes on it. And uh, they had uh, uh, holes cut in each stone so that you mm. could see Polaris and the North Star and everything like and if and so that right there, that's one more proof. Right. So like it's it's Hello. it's actually set in stone, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> right? because if this shit was moving around like they say it is, then none of that would ever match up. And, and to the no. point that it matches up every time perfectly, it's just it blows their whole theory out of the water. And I just don't understand, like, with so many proofs, why is it that we are the stupid ones for trying to point these things out? It's like stupid is the main thing that we're called, I would say. And that's so far from the truth because I, I know that every flat earther that I talk to knows more about uh, the globe that mm. the people are so in love with or fighting against. They actually know more about their model than they do. Right, because when yeah, to totally. But it's not. It's not about that. It's going back to what we we're saying before, and and you know, like they're they're just defending their 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 stance in life, really, like their their identity. Um, and this is like that that deep tool or, or point that once it gets starts to to be shaking their foundations of reality, you know, like of who they they are, and. Um, it's not like they really know what the globe is or know what flat earth is, but it's not even about that. We're, we're shaking up their, their reality really. And then they're just throwing stuff out that they've heard or seen, you know, here or there. Yeah, that's right. No, definitely. You know, because it's that like moment when you come home from school devastated because you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real and yeah. your whole world was just destroyed. I mean, I can't tell you how many moments of, santa claus isn't real that i've had in my entire life just uh through my truth journey seeking things it's like a devastating find after another one that's why it was really so hard for me to like let go of q even in the name white rabbit i had changed it but it used to have 17 in the lettering so that because q was the 17th letter of the yeah, alphabet yeah, yeah. right and so like i was really attached to q and for me to be uh, like, of course, it's a psyop, but for me to be able to be like, oh, fuck, I was duped again is really hard for me. I'm still having trouble letting go of it. And I just did a devolution episode with Anonymous Sean, hoping that, like, there's still a little bit of hope. <laughs> He's tying biblical stuff into it and flatter stuff into it. You know, like, all of this is, like you said, it's one big umbrella. And flat earth is really one of the most important uh, and easiest to prove conspiracies because it is that umbrella and once you learn that then like you said at the beginning of the show is like you can discern like who's real and who's fake and i love that about flat earth so mm -hmm. this being the first time on the white rabbit you are you are going to be subject to a question that everybody gets asked and that is what was it doesn't have to be you know like uh, it could be multiple things but hopefully there's just one oh shit moment red pill moment or a subject that you realized, oh my God, there's a lot more to everything than I ever thought there was. What was your moment? Yeah, I, I, I think possibly the same as, as a lot of people. Um, I think 9-11 was a big one for me. 
I, in my journey, you know, I was the, the cross-fitting, you know, fit dude, jock, um, you know, life was all about how I looked and, and all of that. And um, I was getting to the point where the thinking there had to be more to life than, than the, just this. And I discovered yoga, you know, through yoga, I was able to just go on this journey, this, this inner journey. Um, and I really realized, you know, like everything that we see outside is a reflection of, of how we are inside. And as I started to practice more and ask more questions about myself, I started to see more outside in the world. And um, I remember um, my girlfriend at the time, she was big into yoga and I went to Bali to, she was going to, she was doing a yoga training or something like that. And I was just tagging along and in the downtime, I was, I don't know how it started, but I started to um, research, you know, 9-11 and start to look into that quite a bit. And then quite quickly just realized that wasn't true it, it can't be true and then just from there just started uh, you know like looking into to many other things jfk and when was that that would have been around 2000 and um yeah no you know no 9 11 uh, was 2011 or 2001 two no two uh 2001 was 9 11 and yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah not until until later on 2013 for me that i started to question everything and, and realize that it was all a lie. Um, I had a, so it was that, uh, a, a big, another big um, emergence of me was the first lockdowns as well, where um, Trump started to become on the scene and, um, and Q and like Q was a little bit later actually, but Trump in the whole election 2016, I think, like I said, with, even with the first lockdown, it, weirdly it gave me this, almost like this, um, uh, what's the word? Because I wasn't worrying about what I was saying anymore and I didn't feel like I had a business to look after. Um, I just felt freer in, in expressing myself. And um, I started talking a lot about Trump and everything at the time, um, but I couldn't, because I was, I was first coming out, I really couldn't handle the backlash. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for all of that. And I sort of went into a shell, but then, Yeah, so I did speak a lot around Trump at the time and then sort of went in. Um, but I think it was the second lockdown, actually. One of the lockdowns, anyway. Like, um, a really big movie that I saw that helped me to shift was um, oh, that series. There was 30 parts in it. Um, Zeitgeist? No. Um, oh, man. Uh, Out of Shadows? Are you? No. Is it a, a Trump it, thing? It, Oh no! It was a uh, um, just on everything. It was on everything. A, a lady, a lady was like um, narrating it. It had thirteen parts to it. Um, oh, I might not have seen this. Uh, anyway, I had I had a huge a huge release, and and it just it just exploded me into getting verbal again and and super loud on 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 social media about lots of things, and um, in amongst all of that, that's when I discovered flat Earth, and but then I sort of quietened down again and, and changed my name to, to the eccentric hoax. But and then even in saying that and what we we're talking about before, what I really love about Flat Earth is that, and just my experiences, just like you with Q and Trump and all of that and, and going through that phase of thinking this is the truth and sharing that, but then realizing that 
we had to let go of that because that wasn't true. And then it really had me question, you know, like, and be really careful on what I would speak to and, and um, stand up for. Um, so then that's why I really loved Flat Earth because it's true. It's easier for me to see and know that is true because of the horizon or the moon, like all of that, all of the proofs are so solid that I know for sure, 100% that we are not on a spinning globe. And, and out of all of the conspiracies out there that you can get lost into, you know, uh, Flat Earth is one of the nicer ones. You're not reading about adrenochrome and, you yeah. know, and, and people being trafficked and stuff like that. It's, it's exactly it's it's a much more easier on the on the uh, brain, I would say, and, and easier on the soul. Um, yes. <clears throat> sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally. And, and at the same time, like I said, it's, it's just easier like what you're saying and more there's it's more solid in being able to let go into it so what um what i think happened with me is i was totally into flat earth um before the whole trump thing started and uh i was as loud as i could about that and actually was going to start a podcast before all of the pandemic start started happening just about flat earth because uh that was around the time when like all the videos that I was trying to use to show people were starting to just disappear out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, and I, it started becoming apparent, like, Oh shit, they're, they're censoring us. And so like when it started happening with like the vaccines and every in the elections and, and people are like, they're fucking censoring us. And I'm like, Hey man, first time, first time. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, bro? Welcome to the club. No, but, um, I feel what happened was, is it was such a press pressing issue, the whole Trump thing, the Q thing. And, and it's like, if we don't win this election, then the world is going to be handed over to the NWO and everything. So it's like, all right, the war is flat earth. But right now the present battle is Q in this. So like, yeah. I mean, give flat earth the rest for a minute and put all my, all my attention onto this thing. And then once that started fizzling out and, and don't get me wrong, I'm still, I'm still like, I got a tiny, tiny little bit of thread that I'm holding on to with this devolution and Q thing. But for the most part, it's dissolved and I'm, I still need to focus. And so like, it was just natural for me to come back to flat earth. And when I came back to flat earth, I'm like, holy shit, there's so many more of us now. Where, where were you guys? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, that's cool. So then, so back then, what was it for you? How did you, how did you make the shift? So with me, when, um, like I said, I was, I was at work and I was already a conspiracy junkie. I love digging into the stuff, uh, you know, like the satanic uh, music, uh, Hollywood rings and all of that stuff. I was all into that stuff and, uh, would talk to a coworker of mine about it. And he came to work one day and he was like, did you hear what the new one? People like really legit think that the earth is flat. And I was like, yo, that's the dumbest thing ever. And, you know, I let it go for a long time. And then uh, and then I heard rapper B.O.B. making some waves about it. And uh, and I'm like, hang on, I really like this rapper. I like his music. So if this guy like I respect his music because he, he says things that are intelligent and he'll slip things in about the industry. And I like I'm like, if he's talking about it, let me at least watch one video and see what's up. The first video I watched was an ODD video, and at the very beginning of it, it says, you might want to remember this moment as the last time you 
thought that the flat earth was stupid. And I will be gosh darned if that is not exactly what happened. That was the last time I thought it was stupid. I finished that video and I was like, I have so many questions. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it's it, it's really, you know, like what I, what I noticed, it's really that, you know, there's so many angles that people can come at it with. And, and if you're trying to hold your position and trying to prove it to be stupid and wrong, then you're just only still going to see what you believe. But if, if, if one can be super curious in, you know, and rather than think something stupid, just shift even the language that they're using, like out verbally or inside, like that's interesting, you know, like to stay open to what someone else is saying, um, then you possibly will be able, to, be able to learn something new. Yeah, I guess maybe I did have, uh, I must have had somewhat of an open mind because one, nobody, yeah, asked, like nobody asked me to watch the video. I did it all on my own, right? I'm, I'm just like, okay, this guy's talking about it. However, I will say that like when I press play, I was like, I cannot believe I'm actually going to fucking watch this. I, I was going into it thinking it was absolutely stupid, probably thinking I'm going to turn it off within a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I, I do remember the a similar thing with the, I think the first one was someone gave me the AWA thing, but not necessarily the, the big five hour one. He, he also had a couple of um, separate episodes and um, I watched a few of those and then I questioned who showed me and that, that was the person that was not so strong in, in their belief in it. And then, so then I let it go for a little bit as well. But I think that's how, what, how that normally happens. You'll come in and out a little bit, you know, like, dip your toe and then have a, have a look around and depending on who's around that can hold the space for you and, and then hold that belief to, to be able to reflect back in the question yourself a little bit more, or if they become flimsy and then our belief that we had becomes stronger than theirs. And then we keep, then we end up holding on to what we already had. Yeah. And I hope that I can be somebody that will at least give somebody the right uh, path. Right. And I, and I think about uh, what happened during this last Thanksgiving, I had went to a buddy of mine's house who I'd known since uh, we were little kids and he had his in-laws over there and we were all sitting around a bonfire and I had another conspiracy friend come with me. Conspiracy baby was with me and we were all sitting on around the bonfire and out of nowhere, one of his in-laws is like, I, I, I'm just, I just don't understand this whole flat earth thing. And it was totally out of the blue. And like me and her like looked over and then she started like saying stuff. Right. And I nudged her and I was like, don't engage. I was like, she's probably an NPC. Just don't even engage. <laughs> I was like, just let it go. Cause I could see her like getting on the, on the edge of her chair. Like she was ready to, to pounce. Like, and I was like, just let it go. But she couldn't. And so uh, they ended up talking but what happened was this girl was actually asking legit questions out of interest so like before i know it me saying don't even engage now i'm up there drawing diagrams and explaining things <laughs> and i know that she left there and she looked into some stuff after she left i know for a fact she had to have because she you could see the wheel spinning in her head the rest of the night and and i seen her on her phone looking up stuff too yeah yeah that's great what, what, one big thing that I realized is it doesn't, you know, we can have all the conversations on Instagram or, or wherever it is, or even in person, but it's really challenging for someone to shift their belief when they're being seen or watched, you know, like, because they don't want to feel stupid in that moment or, or have that transition while being seen. But 
if we can do enough just to have them question or them want to question a little bit more to then go away and when they're in and just like you explaining and i i happened for me too to, to be able to just do it in my own space my own time with no one else around watch a video or whatever was given then we're able to make the shift inside and 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 then you know come out differently as opposed to being witnessed in that shift it's, it's super challenging yeah. And what I love about now, it seems like there's so many resources out there for people to to be. And it sucks that if if the average person doesn't realize that the algorithms are worked against them, then they're not going to find the right stuff. But if you do know where to look, it's just there's a lot more of us now. So there's a lot more resources. When I was going through it, there was only like a few handful of people that were making YouTube videos and they started getting hacked. Right. And yeah. so like I, I was truly going through this like by myself uh which is why i love doing the podcast is now because i'm getting to talk to flat earth dave and i'm you know the people that helped me through this journey and back then like i didn't have that but now i feel like there is so many of us because we had those guys and now we're mm -hmm. all a season to where if there are people in everyday lives it seems like somebody has somebody in their life that they could that they know that's a flat earther that they could turn to yeah i think so too and five years ago, that would have been completely unheard of, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, still feels like, you know, quite often feel quite isolated and um, not not part of, of the, cool, the cool club, but um, I'm okay with that. That's why I think I, I started that, um, that page as well, to be able to express myself and have conversations around it, you know, such a deep subject and, and stuff thing that I like to talk about a lot. Um, I don't necessarily talk about it much outside of there anymore. Like um, I have a few friends that I can talk to about it um, that believe the same thing, but um, yeah, all my conversations are through there really. Well, your Instagram is fire, man. Like it's, it's really good. And, and I looked at, at your stuff and I was like, oh my God, like you asked me how I found you and I don't know how I found you. I just remember the day that I stumbled upon your page and I was like, how do I not know about this guy? So I'm totally excited that you decided to come on the show. However, I do need to ask you, like obviously heliocentric hoax and everything we've been talking about flat earth this most of this time. What are some, what are some other rabbit holes that, uh, that get some of your time? Like, what do you like to uh, look into? Um, maybe not necessarily that you're exposing or talking about on your page, but is there other rabbit holes that have your interest? Oh, I mean, with, I, you know, I, with the, the whole pandemic um, and all of that, I, I was quite loud about all of that in the beginning. Um, what else? Are you paying um, attention to any of the stuff going on right now? Like, I find it very interesting. Like, uh, First off, I should let you answer the question. I'm an asshole. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I was just uh, I was trying to play the video the other night. I had um, Sean from Conman podcast on, and I tried to play the video of Madonna where she's sitting at the table with like Jack Black and and um, uh, Lil Wayne and Amy Schumer and like all the famous people that drink kids' blood, basically, right? And she's announcing that she's doing a, a 2023 tour. Uh, seven years ago, she made that song Illuminati. And I'm just like piecing it all together. And like, I'm just curious if you're paying attention to all that stuff. I just find it crazy that like everything is falling like 
I just I say this all the time that it's good and evil are running towards the finish line right now. And they're both in a huge sprint. And like with Madonna, she was like one of the original Illuminati queens. And then she handed it down to Brittany and Christina Aguilera. And now all of a sudden, like shit's going down. And I feel like she's like, hey, bitches, I want the crown back for a minute. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I again, I, I loved all that stuff and, and was right into all of it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. I, I learned enough about all that and I understand what's going on and, and I, there was nothing more to see. It was just all, and again, I think once I discovered the the earth was flat stuff, nothing else really mattered anymore because it was all part of the show underneath, underneath this big, this big one. Um, I still follow certain, certain little pages here and there and, and um, keep an eye on it, but I don't post about it. I don't really talk about it. Um, I just keep up to date with it, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Even even just walking this morning, I'm, there's a there's a documentary like an Australian one um, by a, a lady named Fiona Barnett, and she was a a satanic cult survivor. Um, her her video on YouTube is called um, Candy Girl, I think, and. Um, you know, around where I live, a lot of the, the video was spoken about all the tunnels and all the stuff around where we live. And um, she spoke about a high up um, cricketer, Australian cricketer. Um, and then it just, you know, me, it led me to believe that all, not just actors and entertainers, but all the high up um, sports people are involved as well. And, you know, I just, I passed someone today, um, an ex Australian captain and it just really made me think that these people are walking in around us and for, for this, for, you know, for, for one person to be like highly involved, it would mean that all, I would believe all the high, the high um, sports people are involved. And um, so I, I do have little questions here or there, and especially when things come up, like when I pass someone or, or see someone and um, it's pretty scary to, to think what's going on. Yeah, it is scary. Um, but at the end of the day, I know that God wins. So it's it's a little easier for me to uh, go to sleep at night knowing that. But it is definitely it's hard not to get caught up in the day to day, especially doing what I what I do, you know, so like mm. I'm talking to people that are on in all these different rabbit holes. And I definitely keep up with what's going on, like in the times and stuff. So like, I guess if I was going to ask you if you thought Damar Hamlin was dead or alive, you would say, who is that? <laughs> yeah, I would say who is that? Who is that? That is the football player that uh, that dropped on the field a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I did see a thing about that. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, what do you think? It, well, I, I think that I think <laughs> this is well, this is White Rabbit. So here's what I think. I think that they're making a clone of him and his clone isn't quite ready yet. So when they showed him at the uh, football game the other night, that's why he didn't show his face because that was a stand in because his clone is not quite ready yet. And I think that if he does make a return back to football, he's going to be injured within the first week or two. And then he's going to be done for the rest of his career or he's just never going to return due to PTS. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a video about uh, it was a whole um, like ritual and everyone was kneeling around him and someone was standing with 33 and um, and how it was all lined up with all this yeah, ritualistic stuff and even in the hospital. And I mean, you know, I, I 
totally am into all that and believe it to be true. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's alive or dead, though. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, man, there's just too many coincidences around yeah. all of this stuff for it not to be true. And and plus, too, the guy that you were saying, number 33, uh, was the only one standing, and I believe his last name was Neil, which is like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> What's up is really down, right? Like you were yeah. also saying at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So. Man, you're a freaking natural when it comes to the podcasting. You're, you're comfortable talking and everything. Uh, I, dare I ask, do we expect to hear like a heliocentric hoax uh, launch of a podcast anytime soon? I, I was thinking about that, actually. Um, why not? You know, it's such a big subject. Um, there's so many aspects to um, speak about with, with this. And um, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I, I would like to and just get out a little bit more just, you know, from writing um, or even just making different presentations. I, I love David Weiss and, and how he presents himself and how his demeanor in, in sharing his information and how he has, um, you know, like his, his screen and, and it's very, it's a very visual um, subject. You know, it's, it's good to have photos and videos and experiments and things to, to really help people. Um, I thought about doing workshops on it, you know, like live um, experiments to, to have people shift in real time and, and translate to how what's happening right here, how that relates to what we see in, in you know, in the world and, you know, something like that or, yeah, something, I don't know, maybe, maybe. I think that would be awesome. And, and you, you know, you, you like David, I'm sure he would, he would definitely jump on your show. I, and you could make connections with all these people. I think you could be a powerhouse, like a, a total good resource in this in this community. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, what else do you got going on, man? Uh, just the Instagram for now? With that, yes, yeah, totally. Just just Instagram, the, the heliocentric hoax. So, I mean, I have I have in the beginning I did. Um, what's the word? register the domain and, and email and, and different things just in case, like I wanted to make it a little bit bigger. And, you know, I was, I, I was really, I was really happy with the name as well. Like trying to think of a different name to, to do that. And I thought that worked really well. Heliocentric hoax. Um, it's awesome. It's the perfect name and see, yeah. I knew you were going to start a podcast and so did you, cause you planted those seeds already. You, you said <laughs> you already planted them. I already knew it. Yep. You're a natural, bro. You definitely, I definitely think you should. And if you ever need a guest, I would love to come on. Uh, cool. And you might have to give me some tips on how to get started. Oh, absolutely, brother. So um, for everybody listening, uh, you can check the link out below that will take you directly to his Instagram and uh, send him a message. Let him know that, let him know that you heard him here on white rabbit and tell him you would love to hear more from him. And maybe we can push him into starting his podcast. <laughs> Yeah, cool. That'd be awesome. Definitely, brother. Well, is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with before we sign off here today? Um, I just, you know, like for me, uh, that question of, of what's the point, you know, like the earth is flat and then what? Like I can only speak from my experience and how I felt and what it changed for me. It's got nothing to do with knowing what we're standing on. Um, a lot to do with what that means. Um, NASA, for example, like everything that it means, um, 
it's all got to do with what's happening for yourself inside in, in having your internal reality line up with the external reality that that creates this cohesion and this solidness and this grounding in, in who you are. And, um, you know, there's no external thing that can come up that will rock you or shake you. It, it just creates a big solid foundation. And, um, you know, that saying from the matrix, you know, the truth will set you free. It's, it's totally true. You know, when we've got questions inside that doesn't make sense and, and we, we become afraid, you know, like you were saying, you know, like all those different moments of um, Santa Claus moments, you know, like I can understand why people don't want to go through it, but it's worth it to, to ask those deeper questions and, and to sit in it and um, just keep discovering the truth for yourself and, and I guess the people around. Amen, brother. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, man, you came on, you crushed. I, I love everything that you have to say. I love your Instagram. So please, everybody listening or watching this, go show some love. Let them know that you came from White Rabbit. And uh, this has been another episode of White Rabbit. Everybody, please keep digging down those rabbit holes. <laughs>